No. Okay. I've been on all day. Yeah. Did you see just now I took the cork out of this beer? You know, I took the little cage off the cork. Okay. And then, and then I sat it down, and then I looked away, <laughs> and then it, it opened itself. They do that. Have you ever had Terrible by them? Yes, I love Terrible. Yeah. Have you ever had Titanic? Uh, I have not. Good? Um, they don't make it anymore. It was one of my favorite uh, beers by them, and I don't know why they stopped. It was like a Belgian double. Double. My dad's girlfriend lives in what is it? What's the where is Unibrow? What Becca? Well, yeah, but welcome, Chatters. Hey, what's the town Unibrow's in? Oh, not a clue. Are you uh, calling someone Unibrow? Unibrow beer, it's the best. Oh. It is very good. Yeah, it was this uh, Titanic, a Belgian strong dark Belgian ale. They say Montreal, but it's not in Montreal. It's in like uh What you gonna play now? What the who was that? What the what the Chambly? It's what in Chambly. you gonna play now? I mean I have it right in front of me. I just have to be I'm not I'm not as big a fan of uh Ophandamon as I am or Le Fandemon as Am Terrible. Yeah, I love Terrible. while. What's going on there? I hear all that music. Andy Baldwin said to bring the funk. What are you? I, I hear the music. Are you supposed to mute that or? No. Oh, Kelka shows is a good one too. Forget about eighties music. That is the eighties. <laughs> That's not the eighties. It is. Nineteen eighty nine counts. No, that was. This was not the eighties. <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, no. Huh. That's one of Tyler. Tyler used to sing that song all the time, but he didn't know it was Jackson, Mississippi, so he used to call it Jackson, Mrs. Piggy. Huh. Aww. It's like uh, you give Nub a band aid. Yeah. At least a cameo. Shake your pants. <laughs> I heard that one in a long time. Oh. Wow. All right. You should the- do a night of music from early 1980s, some really horrible stuff from right around then. I'm gonna have to, I might have to embarrass uh, well, Billy Seven a little Casey, bit. Casey, we have some really horrible stuff from 1989 tonight, so you're in for a treat. <laughs> That's right. You know, I tried 19, 1980, I think, and it's like ballads left and right. I could not find any any good hits. What's what? Ballads? I think ballads are popular in the summer. Everybody's like, <laughs> oh, looking up and they're like, oh, I have to have my ballad music. <laughs> That's how that's how I do when I'm, oh, yeah, I have to have my ballad music yeah. for my lovemaking. Where's my ballad tape? <sighs> Tonight will be fun. Oh, I was going to put up the, I was going to put up the, uh, <laughs> Mark, Walt Disney World. What are you talking about? It's going to be a blast. Yeah. We get, if we can get rid of that Brian fellow. I would, too. Uh, it's a fucking pain in the ass. Wow. Paul. Oh, yeah. I, I just went right there. I just oh, I just covered up everybody go. on the chat. Here, I'm just going to, you know, put this call-up number here. 
for people to see. Right over, right over my face. Yeah. He's already <laughs> saying, not going to recognize anything from 1989. Who's already saying that? Case. Bulgloni. I bet you he gets that one deep cut at the end. Well, I think we should play the other one because it, it's literally the most recognizable one from the movie. Oh, great. I said it's from a movie. Oh, oh blew it. the rest are the rest are not. That's worse than I did last week. No, it I don't know that soundtrack very well at all. Hey, I thought we were doing everything related to Brett Michaels this week. Oh, was that the plan? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Barry suggested that. Oh. Should have him back on the show to bitch slap him. I think we tabled that. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Uh, you know what? We might have a really good guest for episode 100. What, what episode is this? I don't know. Well, it's season four, episode 24. We should be done tonight. This is our, officially, this is what we would, you know, this is the cap. I like to end with 24 episodes. So we're Casey. on <laughs> We're on hiatus until October. Yeah, exactly. See you guys. Have a great summer. Better than Nolan? Hey, yeah, there's some good stuff lined up. Better than Nolan. Well, hmm. I mean, I don't know. Adam doesn't get to say anything about that. Mark. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had I had my camera, all this, the video was off, so I didn't really know what was going on. All I noticed was that Adam wasn't asking questions any longer, so I thought that was my big chance. <laughs> I don't know if my questions were any good. I, I have not been able to watch that show again. But. I haven't been able to watch it either, but for different reasons. Because <sighs> it's horribly embarrassing. Yeah. Here's one of my next projects. Oh, somebody on, uh, I think somebody on Club was looking for those. I, I was thinking of doing them in aluminum and anodizing them because I thought it'd be kind of fun to have Battle Zone with but, aluminum handles. By the way, we, we're up to date. Uh, except for last week's episode, so I'll throw that up tonight after the show. I'll throw that up. Well, I, I'm trying to stay on top of it so we don't have a 32-episode deficit again. Yeah. Maybe I'll go on the blog and try to mess around. Isn't I'm trying to figure out, like, where does it say on Anchor how many episodes we have? Because I, I thought it said. and it, come, it, come with us, everybody. Yes. Come to Anchor FM. <laughs> yeah, we don't really have an official start time tonight. Oh. Because we don't really have a guest. Oh, we're just oh. going to do it. We're wow. not, the, we have, there's 97 published episodes. I haven't opened the phone lines either, so. Steve, Steve Murky is the 97th, so that means this is the 99th. Uh, actually, technically, this is the 98th, because Ben's is two episodes. Oh. So we have 98, 99, 100. Got it. But I'm courting someone that is going to be a good guest. Mm. Not the same yeah. one we were courting earlier, right? No. Okay. I get... What? Are you what? going uh, to defend gonna... somebody? No, no, I'm not going to. I won't say anything. I'll be quiet. All right. Okay. No, I won't. I'm just going <laughs> to say that. I won't be quiet in the end. I will say I'll be quiet now. <laughs> Won't get fooled again. Oh, I, you know, we got some good stuff. I, I just did the news. I hope you don't mind, Mark. I saw. I accept. <laughs> the news was rough, too, so. Yeah, I mean, it's hard when you do a search for arcade news or, you know, and then you're always reporting on something that's already been reported on. So it's not like we're, like, cutting edge, right? Although 
maybe our chatters haven't heard it yet. That's what I'm banking on. Right. Yeah. That's How are the chatters tonight? It's a randy bunch in there. RK so. Jason's there. Hey, RK Jason, <clears throat> where's part six? Huh? What's going on? No. <laughs> it's good to see all y'all. What is dial a guest garbage? <laughs> dial a guest. Well, me? I don't know. Where did he get that from? Oh, Mark, did you post something about dial a guest? Did not. Oh, That's I did. I put it in the in the title of YouTube's. No. Oh, that's the YouTube. That's the title of the show. I said it's your call. We're crank calling people. Hello. We might crank call somebody, but hey, I think I. I just found out that you can call uh, the McDonald's in American Samoa, like it's a like it's a regular phone call. Yep. Really? Like that came up in work today. They were like, I don't know why the developers are like, what about people calling from? Because uh, we're setting up some kind of a thing where you have to call and get an access code or some crap. And then the developers are, for some reason, concerned about the people in American Samoa. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sure, I'm sure it's just a regular phone call. So I called their, the McDonald's and I asked you know, if they were still open 24 hours, and they said no. Crazy. That's, that was the only thing I could think to ask. But, but maybe we should call them one day. What's new with Arcade 1-Up cabs, Mr. Peabody wants to know. Oh, you'll wait for the news section. Yes, Casey. It is Mexican Coke with real sugar. Real. It's almost gone. Arcade One Up stole my idea. Hey, have any of you seen the American Horror Story, uh, the season where it was set in 1984, like a horror movie? No. It's really good. Let me let me highly recommend. Like Creep Show. It, it, well, it, it's about nine episodes, and they're all set on this one night. You know how like Halloween and Halloween Two kind of went into each other. It was the mm-hmm. same night. Yeah, nine so, episodes through the night. I have a confession. I I am not a fan of horror films. Oh, what about so eighties horror movies? Not into it. It depends. If they're science fiction horror, then yes. I, I'm with so, you. Yeah, I've never been a huge horror film fan. Like Alien, uh, The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing. Actually, anything John Carpenter up until pretty much Vampires. Well, no, Escape from L.A. was pretty crappy too. But oh. I, I love John Carpenter. <clears throat> um, but, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm more of a suspense film guy. I don't, you know, the, I like horror. You know, I think Halloween three for Adam because that was a sci-fi kind of Halloween movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, so is, isn't like Jason X or Ten or versus? For, I don't know. No, that is a space. weird one. I don't know. They live. Yes, they live is a fantastic film. I came here to. Kick some ass and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of ass. Yep. Wait. No, no. Uh, I, did, I did a crossover with... Oh, <laughs> You guys want to watch that crossover, I think it's on timemachinerental.com, and then just go to the media section. You know, it occurs to me that Bob Zarzdek doesn't have a Facebook page. Uh, he does. Does he? Yeah. I need to friend him. Oh, it's a it's a page, not a like a a public. Is like, a public figure? He's a public figure, not an actual. User. Oh, or so I hear. Well, you have you haven't looked at it. I mean, I. I'm you may have glanced at it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, let's hit it. All right. Live from.
from KOYR Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota, this is Arcade Radio. Hello, Commander. Computer reporting. Intruder alert, intruder alert. Hello, and thanks for joining us in the Arcadosphere. This is Season 4, Episode 24 of the Arcade Radio Podcast. That's right. Mm -hmm. Today is Thursday, June 11th, 2020, and the time is approximately now 7.29 p.m. Central. I'm your host, Adam Markham Asylum. I love that game. And I'm joined by my co-host, Mark Timerunner Shields and Paradise Arcade Shop proprietor and Fluffy Bunny fan, Brian Thurston. Oh, Armitage the Third. The Fluffy <laughs> Bunnies were awesome. They are they are awesome. And joining us tonight, frequent show listener, arcade aficionado, occasional exerciser, food eater, and drinker. Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for you. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Good job, you. Oh, my yeah. God. We're going to open the phone lines up in a bit, but let's start by what you've been working on. And it sounds like Mark already knows what he wants to talk about. I have. So the environmental discs of Tron is now in my living room. I moved out four games this weekend. Four games? Yes. Um, a Missile Command, the Asteroids, uh, Millipede. What was the other one? And, and another one. And another one that uh, was so forgettable. I mean, those first three are shit. So good on you for getting rid of those. Holy. Oh, Stargate. I had to move Stargate out because uh, I put Chiller in the Williams Row. Mm. Oh, so, yeah. That's a sin, isn't it? Well, <laughs> that whole game is a shoot. sin. It's next to the turkey shoot. It, it is a sin. We actually still can't get past the second level, uh, and we're purposely not hitting continue. Um, we will be doing some Googling, however, to figure out what it is we're missing. Um, so the disc of Tron's inside, and I'm currently I have two of the light fixtures that you know the, your control panel and your floor those kind of strobe a little bit during certain parts of the game. Uh, that's not working yet, and um, the lights that are up on the top that uh, kind of uh, they don't strobe, but there's another word for it. <clears throat> anyway, those two things those effects aren't working, but everything else is fine. So I'm trying to fix those before I button it up. So which level are you not getting past? The one where the lava's flowing? It's the second level where there's like a little river in the middle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't you know what we're got, not. You just got to shoot everything. We're trying, man. Like uh, the, I, there's a key on the wall, the heads that go by in the river. Right, right. Like right. everything in the world you got to shoot. All right. The turkeys I, come in, the window... And we only have it set to 45 seconds, which I think is the default. 
What do you recommend? Do you uh, you could do forty five. I think I think I do forty five on mine when I played. I haven't played in a while because my multi game is down. Oh, right. <laughs> but is it because your your PCB? Excuse me, your PCB in general is not working, or yeah, I've got a I've got a guy that's going to work on it. I okay. tried it. fixing it and oh. yeah, that did not go well. Is so. Casey Relford your guy? He's saying me. <laughs> no, that was me to the you. The guest is you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> wow, there's a hell of a delay. So, um, have you landed a copy of Chiller for the NES? No, I I don't have an NES. Oh, you know I never owned an NES. That was kind of weird. I think I bypassed it. I went from ColecoVision straight to um, having sex with women, and so then I just. Couldn't <laughs> <win>. <laughs> I couldn't all right, fair enough. <laughs> End of that story. That was yeah. What What are you working on? <laughs> I I mean I, I today I posted it in Arcade Radio. I finished that Journey Power Supply. Oh, that was beautiful. <clears throat> yeah. So that's, that's there's a lot of hours that go into that. I don't I don't like rebuilding those suitcases, man. They're pains. I just polished the turret up a little bit and stuck it back in. Most people don't have a powder coat. Yeah, well, it's seen. not really wise to do that because it, it's like the whole case is designed to be a ground. So it's uh, I had to do some rewiring underneath and make a jumper ground wire to connect some of the grounds properly. So the ground terminals on top work properly and the uh, grounding straps are grounded. And then I tested them all with continuity to make sure. But yeah, that's, I mean, when you powder coat, you basically take away any sort of conductivity. Yes. Did they also powder coat the little tips for all those grounds? Uh, what do you mean tips? You know, the little, there's like a section for all the ground wires to plug into on that. Oh, suitcase. yeah. So that actually is a piece that comes off. Oh, okay. And there's two screws that hold it on. And so, but, um, and the two screws that hold it on are from... A, uh, a, a connection terminal that you uh, pu- you put on the bottom. It's a black ah. plastic connection terminal, and so those uh, those are held in place by two screws that come up from underneath. I think. No, 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 no. I'm totally wrong. It, they're just held in from the top. But the point is, is that with the powder coating, there's nothing for it to be grounded to. So. Any Baldwin says powder coat my tips if you know what I'm saying. I actually scratched off some of the powder coating. There's a there's a screw terminal next to it that I uh, that I grounded to it, so everything's grounded properly. Oh, right. Yeah. So anyway, I got to drop that thing in my journey and fire it up. I have my wiring harness from Ken Falta. We should have Ken on the show. Yeah. What's, what's he doing right now? I don't know. I don't have his number. Somebody should tell him the gun. Call people with this thing. I don't know. Oh yeah, we can call people. Nice. Is there anybody you want? I could. I mean, we could call Nolan. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That'd be great. Cold call Nolan. Yeah. Uh, last time I don't remember much of the show, so uh, just figured I'd call you. Listen, I just want to. I just want to apologize for my co-hosts who let me fall asleep during the show. I want to know what he was thinking uh, when he lit up the cigar, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, God, this is going to be a long show. Well, 
I, that was the funny thing. We kept saying, all right, well, thank you. And, you know, we could go. And then he's like, and then there was this time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think he had a good time. Yeah, I think he had a blast. He actually said he'd come back on the show. I heard that much. Nice. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, uh, I'm waiting for, I got my Pia chips. So I have a bunch of 6821s for Williams soundboards and other Williams stuffs. And then I also got uh, my, I'm just waiting for the 6808s and 6002s to arrive now so that I can put my soundboard back in my Robotron and hopefully have it not cut out during a game. That is so frustrating. <clears throat> so anyway, I think that's about it for me. Brian? Me? Let's see. What did I work on? I worked on Space Invaders, which I finally got going. Um, had some sound problems. Had the board actually worked on. And then I was having... So I had the board worked. I made a bunch of up-down machines the guys were working on. <laughs> Could not figure out why the sound wasn't working. Went through everything, checked all the connections, checked the power board. You know, it's, there's power coming off the board. We're going through all this stuff, and it kept going out. Turns out one of the little fuse holders in the bottom of the machine <laughs> was basically broken, and so I was making intermittent co- contact with the fuse. And so we, when we went to pull the fuses out to double-check them, make sure there wasn't a problem, like one side of the fuse holder just fell off, both sides. Uh, so that was interesting. The other thing that I found, because you're working on a number of um, Space Invaders machines, was black lights. Oh, yes. Are those the the white the white black light? Yeah. Or? So I just like I Adam and I had this conversation before we started, and um, he thinks he wants to have like a half hour discussion on this. I told him no. I just want to make it brief. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever heard? Have you ever heard? Have Thanks. you ever known Brian to be brief about anything? Hey, uh, hey! Like before the show, you guys, there was a story, and he's probably going to tell it again. So I have to listen to the whole goddamn story again on the air. Bitch about it too much. So this is blacklight blue. Yes, blacklight blue is used in a number of different applications. It's usually specified in the manual as a blacklight blue light. It's used for finding urine samples and DNA and hotels. This. Oh my God! Is it? Ugh. This is a blacklight. And so yeah. you see, it actually says black light on it. Yeah. You can see that. But what's interesting about this is these have the same basic gas inside to produce the UV light. This does not filter any of it out. This filters out as much of the visible light as you can. So if you take a game like Tron, which we are talking about before the show, thank you, Adam, there is a black light blue on, in front of the control panel and a black light under the control panel. And you put black lights where you want more light. So in the back of Space Invaders, if you put a black light blue, it'll just look dark. You'll get a little bit of fluorescence, and you won't actually get to see the scenery. If you put a black light in, you're going to get the fluorescence as well as get the uh, lighting in the background. So one thing you can do in some of these older games that don't have the fluorescence anymore but may have had a black light blue is you can try putting a black light in, which will give you some of the surrounding scenery. I did that in Warrior, actually, in one of the spots uh, to try and give it a little bit more glow. Didn't but, you do that in your Omega Race also? Um, I did on the old one, and then I switched back out to this. And I haven't looked to see which whether Omega Race, which one it used, actually, originally. Will the, will the um, black light make things fade faster than the BLB? They both, they both output the same amount of UV... Okay. Radiation. Like they're both the same UV. It's just this one does not have the visible wavelengths sure. as much. Sure. 
One thing you can do, which is really cool, and there's some argument with this. Uh, there's a collector I know who did a bit of research on Satan's Hollow. Um, the original pictures of Satan's Hollow, a lot of them show a blacklight, but there's some information saying that either the prototypes or some of the early models had a blacklight, not a blacklight blue, but a blacklight with a red filter over it. And if you ever want to see a really cool look on Satan's Hollow, this with a red filter over it looks amazing. Interesting. So that's my little sidetrack on that stuff. Aside from that, um, what did I work on? I sold a couple of Aero Cities that I pulled out and got up and working. Um, and that's about it for work this week. I've been fixing a lot of people this week. Not more people than arcade machines right now. And you have gadgets you want to talk about later anyways. I do. I have some really cool gadgets sitting right here next to me that I'm so excited about. I need a new right. news bumper. I need a new news. Oh, I need. Yeah. Well, you know, we. Yeah. It's just not. I like, as, that, I like that intro. Like, remember on the Muppet Show, the guy, the news guy that came on? Yeah, was yeah. That the Muppet Show or was that Sesame Street? Uh, actually, it might have been both. Huh. I bet mean, he was on the Muppets for sure. Because right. they used to. Yeah. They used to have him sort of. I don't know. Anyway. That's me. So uh, in the news today, we've got a couple of things. Uh, arcades are now open for business after being closed due to COVID-19. In fact, last week, Texas Governor Greg Abbott gave the green light to allow arcade enthusiasts to get back to the gate. Yeah. Restrictions are being lifted all over. It's been about six months since the coronavirus pandemic began in the U.S., and businesses like Main Event were forced to close their doors. But after months of being unplugged, General Manager Mario <laughs> Villanova says the arcade is ready to get going. Let's listen to the audio uh, from this little thingy. Yes, yes, please. All right. And last week, Governor Greg Abbott gave green light to unpause gaming and amusement establishments from the shutdown. Our Justin Reyes stopped by a local arcade to see what they are doing to keep their customers safe during the pandemic. School's out for the summer, and what better way to unwind than with some good old family fun? Due to the coronavirus pandemic, many businesses like Main Event were forced to close their doors. But after months of being left unplugged, General Manager Mario Villanueva says the arcade area is now ready for player one. Uh, Main Event's been closed for right around roughly about 75 days now, so uh, we're excited to get back reopened. On June 3rd, Governor Greg Abbott issued executive orders to allow amusement centers and arcades to open with certain restrictions, allowing businesses like Main Event, Playmore, and Chuck E. Cheese to resume operations. We are open seven days a week right now um, with all the social distancing practice according to the, you know, the state and local guidelines, the CDC guidelines for everything to play smart and play safe. But before customers can get in on all the fun and games, Main Event has a few steps for you to follow. As they enter, they sanitize their hands, um, and we have all that stay place. We have employees dedicated certain areas of our, our building, whether yeah. it's our bil uh, billiards, bowling, laser tag, uh, all the centers where we have employees dedicated to wiping down, sanitizing all uh, playing surfaces to keep the guests <laughs> safe. Main Event has even provided gloves and hand sanitizing stations for those games that are a little more hands-on. Like basketball? Are they washing the all the balls? Open its doors over the weekend, and Mario says the feedback hey, has been Halo. positive. It is the safe yeah. route that we are taking, and like I said, we're following all the local and state guidelines uh, to make sure that we are safe to reopen. Uh, with all the procedures in place, 
Uh, we've had some great feedback from our guests that have already come in and experienced this in the last week or so um, that, you know, appreciate the social distancing so far, I haven't we're seen taking a single to guest get our business reopened because, you know, going into the summer, family fun is what we're about. And for those who might be feeling a little apprehensive about heading out to the arcades, Mauro has some advice. Any one of my sales managers would happily give you a tour, show you the guidelines to make you feel safe. So like we're inviting people to come see what we're doing to make sure that they are comfortable bringing their kids or their families on the next visit out. For KGNS News, Justin Reyes. <laughs> oh, so that's, that's actually kind of cool and uh, also scary. I, I, I don't know that I'd want to go to an arcade yet. My, unless it was mine. I actually, I actually went to a restaurant last weekend. I have not been to one in like, you know, to sit down and eat. Yeah. It was, well, first of all, the food was terrible, so that didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God dang, it's been three months and now I'm having like a terrible meal. <laughs> bad, bad service, weird, terrible meal. Anyway, whatever. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> hey, look, Governor Abbott gave the green light and I'm like, damn it. I don't need that. It's not going to. That's funny. <laughs> I'm trying. So uh, this next article is from PCMag.com, Arcade 1-Up. Uh, Brian Armitage's favorite company in the world announces three new arcade cabinets and a Marvel pinball. So if you miss going to a real-life arcade full of cabinets to play on, Arcade 1-Up allows you to create the same experience at home. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. Wow. Sorry. Sorry, it's something in my throat. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This company just announced three new arcade cabinets and a pinball machine are launching later this year, including the first ever recreation of the Miss Pac-Man cabinet since inception in 1981, which I'm actually, I'm wondering if they're going to throw Pac-Man and Pac-Man Plus and all that stuff into that thing. Uh, but didn't they already make a Pac-Man uh, one up? I think they I think they did. So they're just making a new skin, or I don't know. It's just another cabinet, but with different games in addition. Is it Miss Pac-Man? They're so making they'll probably put like a Rally X in it or something, and like all well, those. They, yeah, they, they made Pac-Man, didn't they? They didn't but make they it did. Miss Pac-Man. Just I not. just said that exact same phrase, that same well, sentence. And you said you're hoping they include stuff that they. <laughs> It's in there. <laughs> As IGN reports, Arcade One Up is already well known for its faithfully recreated arcade cabinets. Now, why are they? How are they in any way faithfully recreated? <laughs> faithfully. I mean, no. is that true? I don't. Know. Well, I mean, they take up space. They do take up space, but they take up like a, up a half the space. <laughs> you know. No, no, Hold on. Like a tiny little foot. Don't you? I I don't know. Now the company has go. worked with Capcom, Bandai Namco, Marvel Studios to tempt us with cabinets for Miss Pac-Man, X-Men vs. Street Fighter, while offering a Marvel pinball machine, AMD, a new dual light gun cabinet for the Big Buck Hunter games. I thought they were doing a virtual pin also. Wasn't that at yeah, the that's, CEC? That's up in the second to last paragraph. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stories check. Helps if I actually read the articles I'm reporting on. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> Anyway, pinball. the Marvel pinball machine uses a recessed 24-inch HD display protected behind an acrylic top and a metal, metal bezel. So it has a built-in accelerometer for real nudge and tilt features, as well as offering haptic feedback for the player. Arcade 1-Up worked yeah. with Marvel Studios. What's Brian doing? I can't see. I'm reading. That? 
I can't see. I see a, a wrapper. Here is the uh, faithfully recreated uh, Tempest. From what up? <laughs> it doesn't no even way. come up to half the way. Yeah. Is this a this an unboxing now? This became an it's unboxing video. Wrapping and a blanket. An, an event. So asteroids, Tempest, major havoc. It's it's an exact. I mean, it's like you know, right there. Except it's a. Uh, Can you back it up later. a little? Oh Jesus! Oh my God! No way! <laughs> Brian, you're so strong. <laughs> oh my God! I mean. It's uh, there's no team molding, and 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 every uh, every tempest that I play or major havoc, I love it when it does this. Can you hear that? No, is it burring? <laughs> that sounds like a freaking washer is loose on your power supply. Yeah, I think so. I, I you know why do you yeah, even have that? I'm horrified that it's near you. So, <laughs> so. We worked on some LED controls to replace the controls on these. And I took this to a, we bought them to like see what the boards are like. And I took them to a tournament. The funny thing is, I mean, this is what's crazy. The control panel, we took it to one tournament is already wearing out. Yeah. Well, that's why they, all these, you know, people are, you know, tricking them out. I, I kind of want to just push it. <laughs> you could. It so probably might break something on the floor over there. Oh, <laughs> no, it'll so just, just bounce gonna, right back. Move it. Oh, my yeah. God. It's like exactly like an original arcade cabinet. So they're, they're <laughs> anyway. <wow. laughs> anyway, no release dates or pricing yet, which is kind of par for the course because eh, this just seems like somebody finally caught up to CEC or whatever, you know. Anyway, uh, for the last article, uh, this is kind of a fun little thing. If you're a Switch fan, uh, NintendoEnthusiast.com reports. Uh, that if you would, you can enjoy your own mini arcade now with the something called the Switch Fighter, and it's uh, it's probably better for me to just uh, I don't know roll the video, and and you can see what it is. It's a Kickstarter, and as of uh, as of now, the project's hit around seven and a half thousand dollars. Wow, that's like almost a, like an old car. Yeah, I know. Of its hundred twenty thousand dollar goal, so I don't know if it's going to make it, but uh, let's let's give this a shot and and see what uh, see what it is. When you play an arcade game with your Switch, you probably have a hard time attempting to control it with the original Joy-Con. It doesn't feel like a real arcade game. Well. All you need is Switch Fighter. Switch Fighter turns your Switch into a portable mini arcade cabinet. Just see for yourself. Switch Fighter supports most kind of games in Switch. You can insert your control horizontally or vertically and enjoy all the new games alike. Okay. With its classic joystick and buttons, Switch Fighter is a must-have for all gamers, offering the full arcade experience. Portable multiplayer capacity is also supported. Two-player and four-player modes are available through the Switch network. So light and portable, it feels like a real arcade console at your fingertips. Wait a minute, there's nothing light or portable about a real arcade console. Switch Fighter also functions as a dock with HDMI out and power supply. Oh, cool, man! Mr. Peabody, yeah. playing classic exactly. games and new releases on Switch. Like an iCAD. We've tried lots of similar products, but none of them emulated the arcade field we were looking for. That's why we created Switch Fighter, in order to take your Switch to the next level. 
If you're looking for an ideal arcade joystick for Switch, like us, then it's just a click away. Help Switch Fighter come alive. Thank you for your support. Yeah, so, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm going to go a little Dan Reed on this and say that I don't, I'm not really a big fan of it. And Mr. Peabody, it is like the arcade. I, I actually looked at those controls. Brian, did you see the video? Well, I was watched playing. it. Oh, he, he's just over there bench pressing a game. He's trying to like throw it onto the table. And <laughs> so trying to replace its hip. <laughs> it's, the funny thing, it's like the funny thing is, if you were doing that during the video, nobody saw you. But it's pretty no, good. I just, no, I mean, he it's just started. Portable. It's completely portable. Yeah. The arcade game. Did you yeah. see the? Did you see the controls though? They look like I did. Chinese cheap stuff. Well, no, I mean, like to you, you see Chinese cheap stuff. Like those could be Sanwa buttons, which are what the Japanese use. So, like on the on the competition fighting sticks, they would use a button that most of uh, the classic guys would look at and go, oh, "That's a cheap Chinese button." But the cheap Chinese buttons are actually a knockoff of the competitive fighting game buttons. Okay. So they could. I, I don't know which ones they are. So they could be um, Sanwa knockoffs. I didn't see. Well, they, or they could be Sanwas. I didn't see who was doing the Kickstarter. Uh, um, and I can just, look. I just saw their hands and stuff. So I don't yeah, know. Switch Fighter uh, is the name of the product. And it's at nintendoenthusiast.com slash switch-fighter-mini-arcade. I mean, they're going to get a, annihilated if, they, uh, if they're doing that on... And they're not going to sell to any of the fighting game fans if they... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be their main market. I mean, that's really just a, a fighting game. <laughs> Joystick. Oh my god, somebody's trying to make this political. Who the heck is uh, Star Face Star guy? I don't know, but we call him uh are we, are we getting like is this sort of a is this sort uh, of someone's attempt to zoom bomb us? Are we going to need to kick I'll, them? I just hid their I just hid them permanently from the channel. Okay. Night, thanks for joining in Star Face. Star underscore star. Yeah, it's interesting. I you know, I <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'm not going to get into politics on this show. Okay. And uh, so, anyway, um, moving on. I think that's I. I think it's it for the news. So you know what that means. It's it, okay. I always felt that the true stars at Atari was engineering. Oh, you're an inventor. Yes, I am. What have you invented? A lot of things. Like? Like a lot of things. Like things that you've heard of. Like? Well, things that you will have heard of, okay? Patents are patents. Arcade gadgets with... Welcome to the gadget section. So... Um, just to conclude the last section, they are actually, I saw it in the time that they were doing the intro, they are Sanwa buttons. So they are actual Japanese buttons and joysticks in the Switch Cade thing. So oh. it's a high quality set of buttons. Mm, cool. Um, so that's one thing. Um, next thing up, uh, we had some fun. Um, I show, I think I showed these boards a few weeks ago. So high voltage boards for the Amplifone. Well, we built it out, we tested it, and it works. Nice. So these are uh, an Amplifone reproduction board. These will be going on the site soon. Um, I need to order them in, make a few modifications, but these should go live. Um, we've gotten a few questions about um, whether we're going to do parts lists for this. You know, I, and it's funny because the goal that I have always had with these was just to give people a cheap tool that's as inexpensive as possible. And when you do parts lists, Digikey and Mauser are constantly like obsoleting and adding new parts. 
Yeah. And I really don't want 50 emails a day asking me like to update the parts list. So the parts list is very simple. It is literally the list that Wells, or actually in this case, Amplifone provides for the high voltage section. Um, other new products that are that are actually about to hit. I don't know if I have one. I don't have it here. We have power supply replacements that are coming super soon, like the Williams one for um, MCR, uh, Bally, uh, or sorry, Midway 8080 games, Tato games, and or uh, most of the Tato cabinets, and then Nintendo. Uh, we're working on it, debating how to do the Nintendo. The power supplies that we're doing are ones that will slide into or screw into the original spots that the power supplies were present. So you can take your linear power supplies if you don't want to fix them. I would recommend fixing them. I think if done right, they are reliable. But if you don't want to, you can remove them. And then instead of mounting one of the switchers somewhere else in your cabinet, there'll be a PCB that screws right down into the spot where the original power supply would have been. So Arcade Shop produces an MCR replacement, but it depends on having some of the parts in place. Well, and the uh, so a couple of differences with um, what we're doing on ours. So we actually are using a Power Pro, which provides, um, I don't know off, off the top of my head, but basically, so for Mark's EDOT, you would have to get a much stronger sure. power supply than what Arcade Shop sells the MCR power adapter with. Our power supply that we include with the kit is rated for like almost two to three times what most machines require. So there's ample enough power for an E dot or any other machine. The other advantage is on the Williams, uh, it doesn't do the negative. So on original original Williams power supplies, you had a negative twelve. Um, you can run it on a negative five, but ours will run actually five volts, uh, plus twelve, plus five, negative five, negative twelve. Hmm. So you get all those voltages if you need them. Um, that being said, our K-Chops power supplies are nice. Yeah. Uh, I just made these because I, I don't like bolting the switchers somewhere else in the cabinet if I replace them. I like using the original mounting. I think it looks better. Um, and I don't really like the idea of just screwing something on somewhere in the cabinet. Well, I, I seem to recall that I used, like on Tapper, I used the original uh, power board, but I had it. There's the, the MCR... I don't know that I was there a switcher that I hooked that thing up to. Yeah, so you have to use a switching power supply, and the MCR ones are a little bit more complicated than some of their others because their other ones have uh, you can have a reset line, but the MCRs also had a battery to prevent uh, loss of high scores. Mm -hmm. And you can do an NVRAM modification to your board and just skip the battery. Yeah, I think that's the way to go on most of them now. Yeah, we will be including a, actually not a battery but a super cap. Yeah, I have that board. Um, and so, yeah. But it, it plugs in line. Like, I don't know that you can so see you can use either a switcher or the original power. That... No, on that one, you would use a switching power supply. So if you use that one, Mark, you're going to have to use more than the on the E-Dot. You're going to have to use something that is better than just the typical way or whatever. Yeah, the box. I have the HD high quality, uh, you know, higher amperage power supply. Yep. yep. He's going to show us that. Which, of course, I have another one of just sitting right here. That's the chrome-looking one. I have a bunch of right. those. Exactly. Yeah. Why buy one when you can buy two? And if the... you look at, so and if you look at the MCR adapter from uh, Arcade Shop that Mark was holding up, there's actually two sets of silver um, kind of prongs coming off it. That's because one is for the standard kind of what we see, the way are, the oh, min yeah, yeah. the typicals now. Yeah. And the other side is for that higher amperage or higher output 
sure. power supply. Okay. I don't know which if I have a Mark I board or not. I'm going to have to go look at it. But is that a Dallas Ram on there? This NV Ram thing? Yeah. There, yeah. there isn't Ram. That's actually not Ram. That's a battery. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Three, three volt. Yeah. So the Ram is actually on. And a lot of what's there is a charging circuit. So that's a Varda battery. Um, it's kind of a standard battery pack for memory backups. Uh-huh. And then the circuit at the top that he's showing with the diodes is actually part of the circuit that is present on the linear power supply that is not duplicated by the switcher that he actually uses. And there's one plug he leaves off of this uh, power supply that is used in linear. Sure. That is not used here. Interesting. So, which is actually the other thing. So one of the things that we do with um, the power supplies that we make or the power adapters is I try to give a spot for all the original plugs to plug in. Yeah. So if you look in your machine, you don't have random plugs hanging off in different directions. Honestly, I make them for my machines because this is how I want them to look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and once I'm done, it's like, well, I might as well sell them. Uh, the Williams ones, have, we've sold a couple hundred of them actually nice. uh, up to now. So it's, it, they've done well. Um, and there are some differences in things. So on the Williams power supplies, Adam and I were discussing the cocktail Williams uh, power supplies are slightly different pinouts and setups, but they can be adapted to work with everything. And that's that's it for products. Nice. <laughs> wow. That's my Tron light cycle sound effect. Oh, I thought some bees were coming. Or yeah, it's not very good. I do, I do have another – I should have taken a picture. I can I can give somebody a little bit of a hard time right now. There is another gadget. It's the sun light source for working on arcade boards. So we recently had a new addition to the shop that is awesome. Uh, Billy Seven has joined the crew of guys here working on some stuff. Oh, boy. So, oh. so I came in and Billy. Billy came the first day, and uh, he hit the ground running. Is doing some really nice work, but he says to me at the end, of, of course, he comes in and, like, I can't find my voltmeter and everything else. Uh, and he says, do you have more light? And so we come back in on Wednesday, and <laughs> Billy has this light set up above him. And it's basically the, the, the light of the sun at about six feet away. Oh. Coming down on this these boards that he's working on. And uh, he said to me, you guys are going to give me a hard time about this. I said, no, no, I won't give you a hard time. <laughs> but I'll mention we'll just, it on the podcast. We'll, we'll mention it on the podcast. Oh, he, Mr. Peabody wants to know since Billy's joining the crew, when will Arcade Paradise start doing PCB repair? So we are starting. I actually threw up on KLOV this week. You threw up um, on KLOV? I threw up on KLOV. Actually, <laughs> I looked at it and was like, oh, God. <laughs> um, I put up in the repair forums that are who repairs what <laughs> that we are accepting Amplifone 6100s, G07s, K7000s, 4900s, and 4600s right now. Uh. Um, so we are starting to do monitor repair. As far as PCB repair, we are working on getting to that, and we'll start releasing a limited number of boards that we will work on. Cool. That means we're going to move on to the next segment, which I think people are waiting for. Back in 82... I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Back, back to the cave with, with Time Runner. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Welcome to my segment, everybody. <laughs> Your Hello. segment? That sounds gross. Welcome to the segment. <laughs> and let me point at it and show you the blemishes. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. 
So, what's going on at the arcade? Well, let's see. We're not going to go to the arcade. We're going to go to the theater. And so, this week, Bill and Ted Face the Music dropped their trailer. And uh, let's talk about it a little bit. All right. It's a upcoming American science fiction comedy film, as they describe them on Wikipedia, directed by Dean Parasote. Written by Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon. Uh, those are the original writers of the other two Bill and Ted movies, believe it or not. So this is going to be pretty good. Uh, have you, do you guys like Bill and Ted? I mean, I know it's not it's not horror, right? So me, yeah, I've yeah. seen it. I've seen it like once. Once? Yeah. Oh wow! And what about Bogus Journey, the second the second film? I may have seen parts of that one. I, I don't know. Right. Really, what was going on? Were you busy? Uh, I, I, when Bogus Journey was out? When did that come out? Yeah, I was busy. I was chasing I chicks. Know, a few years later. Chasing chicks, man. <laughs> so was I, but I dragged them to see these movies. Oh. So good. <laughs> and then they're like, I never want to see you again. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of like time travel movies, although the time travel in say. Bogus Journey, I don't even think, I don't even know if they time travel. Mr. Peabody says BJ is way better. Just a little bit. PJ. <laughs> anyway, is... I have a link to the trailer. We're off track now. Can you play that link? Or, or you want a, a link to the trailer? Yeah, it's on the it's in the thing. I see now you're playing entire segment, you know, entire videos for segments. Well, next time I'll do that. You played a concert in front of the entire world. This is the new one. One month ago, you played in Barso, California for 40 people, most of whom were there for $2 taco night. <laughs> Bill and Ted, what have you got to say for yourselves? Be excellent to each other. Holy crap. Party on, dudes. You were they look pretty good. Unite the world I know. And save reality as we know it. We've spent our whole life trying to write the song that will unite the world. Why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? Whoa! Oh, they Take give away the whole self. plot. But isn't that stealing? How is that stealing? If we're stealing it from ourselves, dude. Holy crap, that guy is built. How'd you like our song? It's a little on the dark side, but you know, that's cool. So that those two guys in the, that are buff, that's them. Yeah, they I saw their faces out. screwed on. Yeah, that's funny. It's going to be good, man. When is it coming out? It's going to go straight to video because of COVID. No, end of the summer. Well, you know, this summer, uh, they figured theaters will be open to some capacity to where there's going to be a major release. Uh, Tenet. Is going to come out. Have you seen, you know, do you no. like the, the films of uh, Christopher Nolan? Yeah. The Dark, well, the Dark Knight trilogy? I mean, I, I, I was entertained by them. Okay. So you will be potentially entertained by his film Tenet, hmm. um, which I think also has some, some form of time travel involved. It's, it's going to be good. This, I think they, they want Bill and Ted to come out August 20th, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, uh, you know, I I might have to watch the the second one. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you don't have to watch any of them. They got to like figure that a lot of people don't know anything about these guys. So, it's probably a standalone film. Yeah, isn't it the same director though? 
Uh, no, the I can't remember the name of the director. He he, he directed um, Dean Pariso. Yeah, different director this, okay. this time around. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about it, and I just have to tell everybody. So that when I like out, I like that they they're in a telephone booth for time travel because you know. And and that reminds me. Remember, I told you I was buying that telephone booth. Like there, there's an official version of it from Cubacall.com. Oh, really? Yeah, this company that makes these cubes for personal private meetings, you know, so that you can take a phone call in a bus- in the middle of a busy, you know, sure. area where people are working. Like the cone of silence. It is like a cone of silence. So they have an officially licensed Bill and Ted phone booth. I'm buying one. They the the guy that makes them just emailed me the other day. So I have set I've put out uh, I've gotten a, a interest-free credit card and I'm going to put it on that and then pay it off and then Oh, nice. And then maybe it'll be behind me. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I bought a lampshade. Was it uh, with the leg attached to it? Or it doesn't. It does. It doesn't actually time travel or anything. Is it? Is it Italian? Is it safe? No. It's. Brigile it's actually. Or? It's made in America. Oh. Yeah. America. This one is made in America as well. It's an atomic. Maybe, maybe I'll do a show. I'll do a show inside of the phone booth. It's atomic. It's an atomic lampshade. Okay. Made out of fiberglass. So that's cool. Super I got, exciting. I got a question about your lampshade. Oh, yeah? What's in the shoe? <laughs> What's in the shoe? Hello, and welcome to What's in the Juke. What is in the juke? What? is uh brian gonna go do right now anyway <laughs> this is the part of the show where we play a little snippet of a song and you have to guess the song and the artist if you guess the song's title you will get a half point, half point. you guess the artist you'll get half point yes if you guess both full point preferably at the same time full point <laughs> uh, if you don't really know uh what the answer is fight it out yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the order that we see the uh, responses is the order that is the official resp- is the official response order. So when you type something in, it it actually shows it to you before it's sent. So my disclaimer is the order that you might see what you've typed is not exactly going to be the order that we see. Yeah. I rest assured the rest of us are all going to see the same. Okay, that's the beginning. That's enough. <laughs> I need to rewrite that so it's cooler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think everybody gets it. So uh, some of these I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to like, wh- you know, cue them up to different spots because there's some. First word is the title. Yeah. Well, not like freeze frame. Last <laughs> last week was freeze awesome. Frame. Uh, yeah. yeah. And oh, what, you know, did you know the last time, the last song we got banned for was Hotel California, by the way. Oh no way! And that was a that was a hardcore band too. You that lasted a few days. Yeah, it was. I had to dispute it, and they're probably still monetizing. So you know, here's your first clip. <laughs> I heard that when this song came out, the DJs did not say who it was from because they didn't want to skew it. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like, oh, people don't like this guy. It was a pretty big hit, too. Very. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, let's take a look. See what people understand. Delusional has to go edit for 15 minutes. He should edit my show. 
Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli is not correct. Mr. Peabody is on the board with Donny Osmond. And no, it's not the Eagles, man. <laughs> oh, he got both. Soldier of Love. That's a full point for our boy Chris. Huh? Nice job, Chris. Nice job. I guess I'll play the full point thing, right? All right. Full point. That's good. All right. Next track is uh, this one. <laughs> you know, man. I just saw him in concert right before the uh, shelter-in-place orders. I saw him last year. I, I got to do a, a DeLorean event. Howard Jones is correct. XTC Generals and Majors not correct. Everlasting Love. Everybody on fire. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I forgot. You got both. Yeah. Full point. You know, uh, we should talk about the prizes for a second. Oh. Yeah, sure. What are our prizes today? We are doing uh, another round of um, collectible moldoramas. Nice. So this one is from Como Zoo, Como Park Zoo. It is a blue bear. Stands about four and a half inches, five inches tall. So that's pretty cool. Lots of detail in the sky. It's pretty rare. Uh, thanks to Billy Seven for that. Uh, also, uh, this one is from Jack's Zoo. This is a a Florida zoo. I don't know if the zoo exists anymore, but maybe Billy can say. Uh, it, this is a uh, Como Zoo also used this mold, I believe. I think uh, they still have this mold, actually. Uh, I have a black one of these from uh, Como Zoo. And then I have another one. Another one. This is different, though. This is smaller. This was also at the Como Zoo, but it's older. It's a vintage mold and this is a um on the back it says don and donna i'm not really sure why it says that but it says como zoo on the front and maybe they sponsored it but uh this little guy was discontinued and so they don't they don't do this one at the como zoo anymore so this is pretty rare so that'll be the first place prize this will be the second place and the bear will be the third and honestly I would be happy to get any one of these. And thanks again to Billy Seven for providing them as prizes. Uh, they're pretty special. So thanks. Nice. All right. So uh, you guys, who's uh, Mr. Peabody's clearly in the lead. In the well, lead with everybody else in last place. With everybody else in last place. All right. Let's see if this uh, puts somebody ahead of him or gets somebody caught up anyway. Nice. Yeah, keep them short, and I won't get banned. That's that's basically, mm-hmm. you know, we we got to stop that crap. And plus, people when we play too much of the song, they can they can shazam that crap, and it is a good thing. And Andy Baldwin uh, just got on the board with half point, and that is the Fine Young Cannibals for a full point, if I'm reading that correctly. Is that right? Uh, I think Casey actually got. Find Young Cannibals first. Oh, he did. I'm sorry. Casey, and, and you're on the board with Half Point. Andy got. Yep. I was looking for the song first. Half Point. Half Point for both those guys. You're on the board and in second place. Good job. All right. Well, it's good. I haven't sent out prizes because uh, I have stuff for Dolly I need to send out, too. You people received your prizes. Aaron Arcadiology got it, and he started touting it all over the place. Online. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I uh, I'm glad people are getting their stuff. Uh, it's kind of fun to send it out in batches and see who gets it when. 
Uh, but anyway, uh, this next track is, uh, this is, I, I actually lip synced to this at youth group in 1989. Jesus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I think that's enough. That, that's pretty distinctive. Yeah. That's funny is, uh, I'm watching psych all over again. Oh, no, Dolly needs her bikini. Oh, my God. Bro, is Brian back yet? <laughs> I'm here. Can you see me? We're not sending a, a we're not sending a arcade radio bikini to the Relfords unless Casey models it. Oh, my God. Mr. Peabody, Peabody has rock on. Okay, rock on is correct. Uh, but Netropolis was ahead of him with that. Was he? Let's see. Oh, you're right. And so was Rajav. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, guys. So, and Michael Close. Michael Damien, Netropolis. So, Rajav gets half point and... Half point for the Gleek. The Gleek and Netropolis. Yeah. Change your god dang name and icon, you wacko. All right. No, I, I love you, the Gleek. By the way, the Gleek finally got hit, you know, some of the swag he won. Um, and uh, he won some E.T. stuff. And it, I think it actually ended up going to... Arc Value Village or Goodwill or something, because um, I thought it hadn't been claimed, and then I went to go find it again. Because, but it, it must have ended up in a donation bag during some mass exodus here in the last few months. So, anyway, I sent him a T-shirt. I gave him one of those Pac-Man Fever T-shirts. Oh, nice! That I had made for Jerry Buckner and us, uh, and then also I sent him a, a VHS cassette of ET. <laughs> I oh don't, my god! I don't know, it, it, you know, and it's an original one. It has like a green, yeah, it's pretty fun. And then I sent him something else, maybe a couple of Tapper. Uh, I think I sent Tapper coasters to most people. So, anyway, that is "Rock On" by Michael Damien, and here comes your next track. Uh, I'm gonna let this one play a, a little bit before I turn up the volume because uh, it definitely rings truer if you play it right about here. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one is uh, that's a favorite of mine too. That band is pretty solid up until about '89, actually. It is Bon Jovi. Casey gets it first with Bon Josi, mm-hmm. and um, it, who is Bon Choki? <laughs> nice click. And I'll be there for you is correct. Mr. So Peabody. another half point for Mr. Peabody. He's hanging out of that half point, gripping tight. For, half point for both those guys. It's kind of a close match between everybody else. All right. <laughs> We're halfway there. All right. On a prayer. This next one is a favorite of mine. I'm just going to throw that out there. 1989? Oh, yeah. Hey, Eddie. This one's for you. Okay, Eddie, this one's for you. <laughs> did he say, yo, Eddie, this one's for you? I think he did. Yo, Eddie's not online. I know. It's terrible. Eddie's being real quiet. I don't have the dance figured out. <laughs> it oh, is. Wow, that was right away. Casey Ralford, Millie Vanilli. And, you know, for someone who claimed he wasn't going to get any of these, he's doing pretty well. Yes. Oops. Uh, Baby A got your number. No, that's not correct. Girl, not correct. It's, cl- it's pretty close. Baby, I got your number? That's not 
No. Well, he doesn't got your number. That's no. the problem. Yeah. There's a logic problem with that wrong guess. Yeah, we could give him a quarter point for that. Girl, girl, you know I lip synced. Oh my gosh, the worst thing that ever happened to popular music, aside from Tiny, Tiny Tim. Wow, I think that's a double slam on Minnesota. Wasn't the studio band that they hired from Minnesota? Girl, you know it's true is not correct. Nice try though. I play more of the song, but I don't want to get banned. <laughs> okay, it's called Baby. Don't forget my number. Uh, I'm kind of glad you guys didn't know that. So half half point. All right. Get banned for songs that were lip synced. Uh, somebody still owns that crap. Unfortunately, I gave, I gave Gleek a quarter point out of it. Okay, it was our first quarter point. By the way, congratulations. Nice first quarter if point. He was the opposite. Should be a quarter negative, point. Should be a negative quarter point. Yeah. I think that's about all I'm going to play of that. That was a lot. Yeah, it was only like four seconds. Band, that band is 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 very good. Yeah, they are. I didn't used to like them, but they are really good. Living Color is correct. That's Andy Baldwin and Chris Graham. Chris Graham. Christopher Graham was on the board with half a point for Cult of Personality Living Color. Nice. Everybody else fell in line. That's pretty good. All right. Ready to go. How's the how's the score looking? Of course, Mr. Peabody's in first place with two and a half. Casey Relford with one and a half. And Andy Baldwin in third with one. No ties. I would agree with you, Andy Baldwin. That is a kick-ass song even today. Uh, it can also be found on the Say Anything soundtrack. In, in, if, you, uh, if you're a fan of that movie, Lloyd Dobler. Which is kind of, I don't know. It's one of those movies where it's kind of like on the border of whether I like it or not. There's some good moments in it. It kind of seems like a prequel to, um, oh, I just forgot the name of that other John Cusack movie where he, sell, he organizes records all the time. Oh, I've read the book and I should High freaking fidelity. know that. Max, uh, High Fidelity. High Fidelity. I mean, and actually, one of the actresses, I think, that's in saying anything is in High Fidelity. Anyway. His I, sister. Yeah, not his sister. <laughs> his sister's in most of his movies. My favorite. Hey, as long as we're on the subject, who, what's your favorite John Cusack movie? One crazy summer. Okay. Uh, I have to think about it. Come back to me. Mine is P- Gross Point Blank. I need to watch Gross Point Blank a lot, uh, a little bit more. It's so good. Uh, okay. Oh. To, oh I don't he's know not yet. in Keep Breakfast going. Club. He's not even in Breakfast Club. <laughs> he's in 16 Candles. <laughs> As one of the nerds. Okay, here, here comes your next track. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> nice. That's three seconds. Two seconds. Rock set is correct, Casey. And it is the look. We're going to have to give it to the Gleek because he got the look in the title. Cool. It is just called The Look, guys. But but you're all close enough on that, I guess, because you included the, the word. Mr. Peabody got it correct, but he was a little late that time. All right, so this is our break it down for us. We have one song left. Oh no, we have two songs left. Two, two uh, songs left. Let's do this. Uh, Mr. Peabody still in two and a half. Guess what? Gleek with that win got to one point two five points <laughs> for second place. Well, he's in, no, he's in third place. Okay, uh, Casey's in second. Okay, cool. Hot on the heels. All right, here comes your next track. This one is. That's all you get. 
I love him. Yeah, me too. I want to. I want to have his baby. Sure. Or clone. <laughs> I'll raise his clone. Tom Petty, Annie Baldwin. Tom Petty is correct and won't back down. Is Casey? <gasps> Casey's tied for first place now. <sighs> Just so you know, guys. Mr. Peabody battling it out. Mr. Peabody has actually been correct on all the names, though. So I won't. He had the letter. He had I in there. So for being uh, sticklers, uh, we could we could you know say that. Okay. But Somebody but give him a quarter point or something. No, no. He's okay. he's still in, unless he starts falling behind, which. Oh yeah, yeah. Pity points. I see. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they're pity points. Now, okay. This is a deep cut. All right. So this one, this is a deep cut. I, I'm actually, I don't know. I'm not convinced that this was the best track to play from this, but we'll give it a shot, right? Okay. All right. I don't think anybody's going to get it. I mean, there's a possibility. Right. Andy Baldwin says you got to take the delay into account, which is funny because he's usually the one that's ahead of everybody. So Casey thinks it's I Need You. It is not I Need You. I'm curious what that song is. (gasps) Mr. Peabody got it. It is Big Pig. Big Pig, I Can't Break Away from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I'm actually somewhat impressed here. <laughs> yeah. Because like there's there's no way that he could have actually uh, sound hounded that, right? There's no, just, there just wasn't enough. enough. Nope. Dolly Parton. It does sound a little bit like 9 to 5. Started. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit. I mean, that's... All right, so let's round it up. Who gets uh, third place? Third place is... Is the Gleek? Andy Baldwin. Oh, Andy Baldwin. Nope, the, Gle- the Gleek's in fourth place. Oh, uh, Andy Baldwin. Right. This goes with yeah. your stash of loot that I haven't sent to you yet. All right, you've got a blue bear. All right, and well, who's next? Second place, Casey Relfer. Hello from the orange monkey. So Throw the- it into the dolly box. <laughs> and for first place, <laughs> Mr. Peabody. You can get the super rare discontinued upside down monkey from. Is that also from Komazu? Yes, and nice. it says, and I don't know if Billy said anything in the in the comments, but <laughs> so uh, Don and Donna. Dolly says, "Dad, what happened?" Third, I guess one of the kids must be razzing him or something. <laughs> so, don't they have like a litter over there at the Ralford house? There's a number of children that are related to them, yes. <laughs> There's a number of children. There's a number yeah. of children that are related to them. Yeah. <sighs> well, that was fun. And since yeah. we have no... Okay, so here's the thing. I was thinking that, you know, somebody in the audience today should should call us up and, yeah. uh, and tell us about, you know, you know... Tell us about what they're working on in the hobby, because I'd be interested in knowing that, wouldn't you? I like that. What's what you working on? Dial up. All right, what you working on? Dial up. First person call us in. We'll pick up the line. And, oh, we got a call coming in. Already? That was fast. Now the interesting thing is, I think I'm the only one that hears this. Oh, I hear it. No, I hear it. Okay. Uh, Arcade Radio, you're on the air. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Hey. <laughs> Well, I, I just want to know what you guys are up to, but before I before I do, I just wanted to tell you what I'm up to. That's what you guys asked, right? Yeah, who is yeah. this? Well, I'll tell you in a minute, but right now, <laughs> I'm just hanging out in the gay garage. 
Oh boy. Watching you guys on TV. Is this the Glee? And you know, yeah. <laughs> anyways, anyways, I'm super stoked about all the cool stuff you guys have been doing on the channel here. Oh, thanks. So tell us a little bit about what you've been working on in the hobby. Well, lately I've been a little sick. Oh, I no. ate a whole bunch of I ate a whole bunch of gas station eggs and some grilled <laughs> spam. <laughs> Spam's from Minnesota. Yeah, well, you know, I, but uh, you know, I, for the last year or so, I've been working on this Mortal Kombat two cabinet. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And how's it coming? Is it coming along? Well, I started mixing up this paint and it turned brown. Um, <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to go back to the store. Those bastards! They screwed me on the paint. Pigments. When's the last time you've had popcorn? It a little bit. Fast. I haven't had popcorn for a long time. Turn purple when it dries. Oh, this this guy's giving Bob a run for his money. Wow. <laughs> so tell me about you guys. Well, I want to you... hear it all. All right. Hey, well, I, I need an opinion though. Like, what do you use to discharge your monitors? Oh, no. this has been a big hot topic lately. There was actually a chat shut down. <coughs> oh, no. Conversation shut down because people got too worked up about what well, you anyways, discharge your monitors. Well, I've been shopping for thumb rings lately. I picked up a couple. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. That's funny. Well. Well, guys, I gotta get back to this Mortal Kombat project. I'm gonna yeah. let you guys go. All right, that sounds good. Thanks. All right, all right. Have a good one. All right, all the way from Canada or something. Actually, it's probably I don't know. Where's Where's two, three, four anyway? Can anybody hear me anymore? Okay. We're at think, one, two, three. I don't know. I can't hear me anymore. There we go. I think I turned something down when I was messing around. Okay. That works out. I think you do have a voicemail though. I do. Oh, we got another caller. This one's uh, local. I wonder if they can't hear you guys. I don't think they can. Uh, All right. Arcade Radio, you're on the air. Hello? Hey, you're on the air. Who is this? Oh, nobody plays more music than KDWB. I win. <laughs> <laughs> it's Billy Seven. Welcome to the show. How's it going, dude? Great. You got to tell us, man, who is Don and Donna? Uh, okay, so you already uh, called Brian out for his long-winded explanation, so I'll uh, <laughs> be a little shorter here. But uh, Don and Donna were the last lowland gorillas taken from the wild in the late 60s and brought to Como Zoo. Oh. And uh, Don has actually been stuffed, and he's at the Science Museum. So when we get oh, wow. COVID-free or opening... You can go down and see them, but they uh, last ran that in the 70s. Wow, I did not know that is really cool. Well, uh, it's not as cool as your show, but thank you. No, I mean, it, and actually it's kind of a, a tragedy that they were, you know, it's, it's good and, and bad, right? So thankfully the last one's taken from the wild for that purpose. Uh, yep. But also like an homage to them, which is really, really cool. So first place winner, that's, that's awesome. I know. It hasn't been run. It's been in the collection of the family that owns the actual Moldorama company. It's been in their uh, collection since they bought the local operator out in Minnesota yeah. in the early 80s. So, yeah, it was kind of fun to get to run them again. It was a, it was a treat. 
And and you're not in position of that mold anymore. You made a limited run. And no, I, I I do have that one. I don't have the Frankenstein's, which made a lot of money. Okay. But uh, do have Como. Actually, the reason I got it is because my friend said uh, that that large gorilla you had. That's Jacksonville Zoo in Florida. Yeah. There's not too many out there. And I always wanted to engrave it. Uh, I played Donkey Kong. And uh, so my friend said, well, I got a smaller grill. It's great. And you did, you did a lot of favors and helped me out, so I'll send you one. And then I find out it's Como, and I'm like, don't erase that. But, yeah, so hopefully we'll run it in brown one year for the Halloween trick-or-treaters. Oh, cool. And or we'll send them to you uh, to give away to your guests. Maybe ah. everyone that tunes in one night if you-, you pay for the shipping. Sure. You're gonna do it in brown or purple? <laughs> a brown for Donkey Kong, right? I, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Refer- referencing like the last call. So, yeah. <laughs> blue. This isn't blue paint. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, yeah, so it was. Uh, well, all right. Well, I really appreciate you calling in, Billy. What are you working on? Uh, I just sold two linked Atari compact race drive-ins and i'm pretty tickled about that they're going to north carolina and uh like uh, brian said i've been helping out to break things at his shop at the uh, paradise <laughs> arcade and um sweet know, we're gonna pick the next project uh, maybe atari basketball or something so but uh yeah cool man so, well, well thank you for the show i honestly being a covid uh lack of employer uh, employee uh, I love listening to the show each week, and this week I'm actually imbibing, but don't tell Brian because I'm supposed to be there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you'll burn it off. Have another happy hour, too. That's yeah. the last thing i got to say. Oh, yeah, we got to so, do that again. We'll do the Arcade Radio Happy Hour 2.0. Amen, bro. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Take All care. Right. Be Thanks, care, man. everybody. All right. Bye now. Bye. Okay, so before I take another call, I'm going to make sure that we have audio for you guys. I think I can make this work. <clears throat> It's just, uh, you know, we're, we're, I think but the reason is that they can't hear is because you're in the Skype channel. Right. They're on the Google, the Google call, right? Right. And so I need to pipe the Skype audio. Oh, man. What a pain. Yeah. If we could just have people call into this chat somehow, I wonder how that works. Well, actually, there is a Skype phone number. but I, What? Yeah. I, oh. I, I pay for this channel, so. Yeah, but um, I don't know. We could we could take another caller in a second. I, I, I maybe maybe now is not the time to switch audio and try to get all that working. No, no. You could play that voicemail that you heard that we might okay. have. Well, if I okay, I'm gonna try this again. We're gonna check the voicemail. <laughs> it's on. Look at the tab on the show notes. Oh yes, uh, that would be easier. Uh, wink, 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 nudge. Wait. What's that? Susan actually just sent me a an arcade game that is up for auction. How backward is that? Oh man! Well, my wife's gotten me to some games before. I like it. <laughs> she found a uh, she found a Galaga in a Taito type uh, cocktail for hundred bucks. Nice. Yeah. In a Stratovox cocktail because that's how they're original, you know. According to oh, the really? first game I have bought. I'll have to. Oh, right. <laughs> Luckily, the first game I bought was was an Exevious in and an Exevious. So, Dolly says she's bought way more games in our house. Yes, and and like the the thing is that usually when I buy games, it's not a it's kind of a, a negotiation thing at our house. I also have way too many. 
What game and oh, where is right. the auction is what Mr. Peabody is asking. Nope, not sharing. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I am getting... One out warehouse is having one. I am getting an itchy trigger figure to uh, fix, the, you know, to finalize Journey. So I might have to talk to Mr. Peabody about some welding soon. Welding. Welding. Nice. Plus, I, I have like oh, six other things that need to be powder coated still. Oh that stuff's not cheap, you know? Uh, it's, it's just not. Powder coating? Yeah. You have, have a lot of powder coating done. I have to yeah. compare how much you're paying with what I pay. Well, I mean, if it's like, if I run $200 of stuff each time, that's not cheap. Yeah, but how much stuff is it? Is it like two control panels for 200 bucks, or is it you know, more? Well, last was a lot of pieces, but, yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. And it was stripping a control panel. Yeah, one had the sticker on it still. Oh, wow. Yeah. Stripping is normally 20 bucks per go. All right, here, let's check the voicemail. Thank you for calling 612-548-GAME. This is Arcade Radio. Please leave your message after the tone. What's up, Arcade Radio? Whoa. This is Ted. Whoa is how I say hi. So, Arcade Dudes, I'm calling to let you know tonight's show... It's gonna suck. Sorry, dudes. We play your show in the future when we need to set dumpsters on fire. It's pretty effective and gnarly. Anyway, uh, sorry again about your terrible show. Don't take it personal, dudes. It's not your fault. Well, it's mostly Adam's fault. The police investigation my dad leads at least figures that out. <laughs> nice. So, nice. yeah, okay, I'm going I'm to hang up now. All right. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. In, in the future, you have to hang up your iPhone. It's awesome. We love throwback stuff like that. It's excellent, actually. Oh, also of note, while, while I'm not yet hanging up my phone, you guys are on season six here, and Adam has totally shaved off all of his hair. <laughs> Adam, dude, don't take that bet about the Mongols from Brian. It totally doesn't go your way, dude. Okay, uh, I think that's it. So I'm going to hang up now for real. And remember, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. I'm sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Please check the directory and dial again. Oh, no. Party on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nice. That's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, should we uh, should we take one more call? Yeah. All right. There's one that you can dive into right there. Well, we got to ask a question for maybe we should maybe we should ask a question first. Sounds like Napoleon Dynamite with earplugs up his nose. <laughs> That's true. Ooh, I like Gosh. That. Napoleon Dynamite going to call into the show next week with the exact same voice. This is Napoleon. As long as you avoid the British accents. Right. Don't try to get me to do some crazy accent so just so Dolly can shut me down. <laughs> she shut you down pretty hard. So did you see the did you see the thing in the chat that you can Yeah. Is there a request for joining Skype? There's a request for joining Skype, yes. There is. 
Yes, yeah. check it out. Check it out. I'm in the chat. Oh, boy. Uh, the, Skype, the Skype chat that nobody can see. Sh- okay, we'll take this call, shall we? All right. Yes. Now, how do you do... So... You click the little person with the plus up in the top. The little icon. Oh, oh, the, oh, 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 okay. Yeah. I see. Uh, it, we've done this before, with, but not with him, right? No, not with him, no. We should have just added them. Uh, <laughs> Skype name <Surprise>. matched. <laughs> I don't know if this is the correct one. Here it is. Okay. He's, he has a few accounts. Hmm. All right, let's try this one. I don't know if this is it. I'm, I'm going to end up getting somebody else on the show. Oh, my God. That'll be funny. All right. Here That's we cool. go. Let's see if this works. <laughs> We're ringing someone named Casey Relford. There he is. All right. <laughs> Can't hear you. You're going to have to. Because I was not talking. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well done. That was Minnesota. Well, for, oh, God. Well, I got to mute the freaking YouTube now. Oh, yeah, because otherwise you get all kinds of feedback. Should we put them on the video so people can see them, too? All right, let's do that. Hold on. Well, you know, this is a... What am I holding to? Give me some of your thoughts. (laughs) We just watched it last night. Ben demanded to watch it again. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's fascinated with the fact that we know where the van is. Right. That's funny. (laughs) i got to get it to Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. All right. Hey, he'd love to ride around in that thing. I didn't know we were going to have a guest, so now i got to you know, make him visible. There he is. You've got to move the other. Uh, that has to go. Yeah. You're blocking him, actually, on the. On the Ghostbusters? I'm not. There you go. You did it. Yeah. You're on a delay, Mark. Yeah, I, I'm, I know. <laughs> oh, wait. So, Casey Relford, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. What do you think about uh, this? What do you about what do you think about this? Are you a second place or third place? You're sick. You're second, right? Not bad. That's pretty cool. Look at that. All the way from Florida. In this house that will last like eight minutes. It'll be in pieces. Oh, that's too bad. Actually, we're getting you know, we're gonna have to reconsider shipping those out in the summer, right? Uh they actually they hold up surprisingly well because they're not they're not just wax. So no. it, ta- it takes a little bit of effort to get them to break or gotcha. melt. There's some proprietary mix of plastic and wax. So Billy won't tell me what the ratio is. A <laughs> little bit of this, a little bit <laughs> of that. I can't make my own. Hey, I see you play guitar. Sometimes, yeah. And uh, let me see if you can see that. I think I saw a keyboard. A cocktail. Just before he moved, it died. Yeah, that's too bad. A couple of... Is that we're back. There we go. Sorry. Ah, nice. I have only. I have. See the drums. Ah, there they are. Yes. Oh, nice. I love Yamaha. I just only have one guitar in here, but I have five or six out in the other room. I'm gonna start bringing my trombone. I had a full, really nice Gretsch kit that I picked up when Ben was young, and then uh, I sold it to buy my wife an iPad for Christmas. Hey, how you doing? Who's this? Luke. Luke. We are not your father. You're looking good, fella. Uh, I named him that just so that I could say, nice. he is my father. I'm your father. That's funny. Nice. Who, are you na- who are you named after? Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Nice. And who's your big brother named after? Ben Kenobi. Yeah, and who's your other brother, your mean brother named after? Oh, I love Adam. nerds. Adam Adam Driver, because he, yeah. 
Nice. Because he's the bad son. He's the son that gets in trouble a lot. All right. Hey, Luke. Good to see you. Casey, what have you been working on in the hobby? Uh, You know what? I I actually have been working on an arcade game this week, which is the first time in like two years because I'm all pinhead now. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get the monitor in this uh, Ikari Warriors that I have uh, working. Uh, apparently, I capped it in 17. It's got a sticker on it that says I capped it, but it has vertical like, vertical collapse. Huh. So, what else causes vertical collapse? I'm just I'm having to relearn the K9 uh, K4900 to see if I can uh, see if I can figure out that so, one. Is there a bottle cap transistor on that thing? For, yeah. for would that would that mind a Buffett? Yeah, I could. I think I, you know, I tested the, I tested one of the transistors because I figured that was probably the first place to go. But yeah, I could send it to Buffett right if I wanted to pay somebody to work. I should be able to fix these things myself. But I really want to sell the Ikari Warriors. I never really played it yet as an Ikari Warriors. It, I bought it as a multi. Somebody had some one of those little multi boxes, one of those Pandora type things in there. But the but that Pandora was blown, so it never worked. But I got the cabinet and the car, you know control panel and the original Akari Warrior board set in there. And um, I think if I remember correctly, it does boot, but it's just monitor issues. But uh, it has uh, it's got some replacement joysticks on it. But I found I ordered from Clav. Uh, a guy had the original orange, I mean the yellow rotator. Oh yeah, yeah. So I've got those. Uh, one of them got damaged in shipping. Oh. Just yeah, the little PCB underneath the stick broke off, but I think I can put it back. I think I can get it back on there. I didn't want to give the guy a hard time, and I got a really good deal on him. So I yeah, just, those things aren't cheap. Paid me back half the money for it or whatever, but yeah, but yeah, but I, that's just going to be a bitch to wire because it's you know there's so many connections on a joystick like that. Sure, it's sure. not like a regular four way. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, but yeah, I've mostly been working on pins lately. Which uh, pins? So that's, yeah, which pins? Uh, well, we got I got the Congo working. We have a Congo uh, that we picked up in February, and it's in beautiful condition. But it just uh, the security board, the CPU board. Let me close my door. Wait, let's start playing drums. Uh, I uh, the security board fried on its own. Like we played two games the day we bought it home, turned it off, and the next day when we came to play it again, it wouldn't boot anymore. And I started replacing stuff and rebuilt around the battery because it was a little bit of corrosion. And nothing would help. Nothing would work. So I finally just gave up and saved up a little cash to buy the uh, replacement board. Cool. So, nice. And as soon as we put it in, I put all the chips back in, and bam, we were playing it. It was like, that was all it was, was the board thrive. <laughs> it's nice. blown a fuse for some of the lights. I'm wondering if that, I wonder if there's a short in there somewhere. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Glee, that's, a, uh, that's, that's not a famous movie. That's a, that's a picture of Led Zeppelin, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm not. I mean, I'm. I'm not like this massive Zeppelin fan, but we picked it up at a yard sale one day. I thought it was really cool. So I just it's a cool there. picture. It is a cool picture. <laughs> it is great. So, what's yeah. the rest of your pin lineup? I've seen pictures. Well, hold on. Oh boy, we're going for a ride. We'll see if this works. All right. Are we still good? Yeah, yeah we still, we're still good. Oh, this oh, you is know great. What? We should probably turn it on. Oh gosh, guys, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here, look, halfway down the wall there, you see the lights, that's our two 20-amp circuits. Oh, now it's, yeah. now it's really got, now it's streaming <clears throat> perfectly. Is it? Yeah, yeah. you're doing good. Oh, here we yeah. go. Uh, Ooh, Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. Turn Pirates, is that okay? Yeah. Love it. With, uh, with uh, a lot of uh, upgrades. 
Topper, Penn Stadium Lighting, uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, cool. With no upgrade. Uh, and then you bought the Deluxe. Oh, yeah. That works for And there's the Congo. And you have the 8-Ball Deluxe, which is the, I think this is the second version that has the single back glass. It is the second version. It's not the one with the little weird, I don't like the one that has that weird section. That I think that was yeah. 1984. No. Uh, maybe, no, that was the second. It would have been 1980, 81, maybe? Because they made a Mr. and Mrs. Pack around that. Maybe 82, actually. Yeah. I don't know if you can see. I can't oh, see yeah. my own thing. Me. Flash, I've been working on. He's almost ready, but yeah, the big pile of manuals. Mm. One pin in every every room has to be I know. like the work table, right? It's the work table. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah two no, of the Game of Thrones is the pro, which is our favorite. I don't like the one with the extra. I don't like the limited edition with the, with the yeah. extra play field. So. Yeah. And then you've got yeah. a, a row of games there, too. Crystal Castles, yeah, Tempest. Mm-hmm. Tempest, a pack, a mispack. They're married. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's down? What was that? A track and field in a Neo Geo. You'll never see one ever oh, anywhere wow. else. You, I like that big monitor. You should uh, separate Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man or you're going to end up with a junior Pac-Man in the middle. <laughs> with, with a baby Pac-Man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jungle Jungle King is down because I was upgrading ROMs. Oh. It has actual... Dolly's busting. ROMs in it, so... Dolly's busting out right now. She says there's also 20 yeah. non-working games in the garage and bar yeah. out back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh-oh. We're losing them. We're losing them. When we transition to doors. I agree, Chris. Uh, uh, Junior I think is we're back. sweet. Okay. Was the camera still going through that? Yeah, it cut out a little bit, but you're fine. It's a big duck with no green. Uh-huh. <laughs> with no <laughs> makes it a completely oh. different game yeah <laughs> so, yeah uh so yeah working you know on a gorgar man that's a I, lot of I stuff know. yeah that's why i'm not buying anything else right now smart yeah that's a, my thing is right I, I, for some reason i bought a kitty rama i don't know why oh man where is it mine's in my garage what are you gonna do I don't oh, have it. It's not my position yet. Adams is right there. Oh, is it? On the other side of that wall. <laughs> I really shouldn't have bought it. I don't know why I want one. I, well, and, so the cool thing is, and I'm going to tell both you guys this, is that these are the last ones that are there, and we just got a ton of projectors and other uh, film <laughs> stuff. So Billy is grabbing what? some more projectors. Sweet. And so I told you guys that if I grabbed that stuff, I would share it. And so, yeah, awesome. you guys are going to be getting, like, original movies and movie stuff. Oh, cool. oh my so, God. One of my new yeah. hobbies is uh, Super 8 and 8mm films. And it, and, uh, All snuff films. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. When you start searching for them, you find a bunch of CD, homemade oh, no. porn and stuff on oh, eBay. No. And I've, oh, I've been tempted God. to buy them because I'm like, oh, no. I want to see what's happening in the 60s on 8mm. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I have... I, there, <laughs> I have a video of my dad like throwing basketballs at my uh, uncles. Who oh. were, he was the same age as them. I have one right here. This goes to the... I might have mentioned this before, but the jukebox that I bought had this thing well, that yes. it goes above it with a 8mm proje- projector. So oh, I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know what it is, but it's scantily clad women dancing. So, Go-go dancers, maybe? Or? Uh, well, or, or one. It could be one woman dancing. I don't know. 
But yeah. Go go dancer. Delusional says nice collection, man. <laughs> the uh thanks. Um there's a couple in there that I'm done with. They just I need to, you, know, you want to make your games as nice as you can before you sell it. You don't want to, you know, people are always like, oh, I need to sell some of these. Well, I will, but I don't want to sell it when I've got like parts laying around that are for that game that should be in there working. You know, yeah. Or if your monitor's not, monitor's not tweaked, you know, I mean that's that's going to really cut the price or the value of it down. Uh, the games we sell uh, are basically funding anything we sell right now is funding the. Uh, pinball account essentially we're trying to <laughs> some of these old ones I'm, I'm working on i've got a gorgar that's just about ready uh black knight that i got the hard top for oh nice got a i got a, a hard a black knight i'm gonna do the full restore on i'm gonna get repro ramps and uh i put the, got the hard top already so i'm gonna be sanding it this summer and just completely and i may do the side i may do the cabinet um so i may have I may have an extra set of stencils for that cabinet. I'm still debating. I bought the stencils and I looked at my cabinet and went, shit, I'm not sure if I need these. <laughs> yeah. I mean, besides, it, it's actually pretty good. Of all the older style that I've got, I think that one's about the prettiest, but still, it would look really, it would pop a lot better. Now, I really need, what I really need is uh, stencils for the new, the Bally Monte Carlo that was over in the corner that we just picked up. Its sides are horrendous. I don't know. Have you ever seen a pin with, you seen a pin uh, cabinet with holes down all down the side of it, where some operators back in the day would like bolt the machines together. Wow, no. there's like holes, three holes going all the way down the side. Oh, that was that's... one of the reasons the people that had it couldn't sell it. None, nobody who came out and looked at it wanted to buy it with the holes in the side. Um, <laughs> well, but it's an EM. I got the EM. I got it working. It plays nice. It's got a great play field, but the sides are ugly. So well, just bondo it and re stencil. Yeah, but the thing is, the pinball pimp doesn't. There's no stencils for that game. I can't find them. Uh, uh, I got a buddy. If you're on tilt, you're on tilt. Really, I know that that Minnesota EM group. Well, it's not really Minnesota, but the two guys that started is um, Jason and <clears throat> Rod. And anyway, if you if you have ask them about their methods for repainting their cabinets on tilt relay, that's on Facebook. You might get some right. good suggestions because. Uh, I know Jason's done a couple without stencils, and they turned out stunning. So we should have Jason back on the show. He was on for a one episode. We haven't had a pinhead on in a long time. So, um, but he's really, really good at restoration, and he has mostly Gottlieb machines, as I recall. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and, and we, uh, yeah, I can't tell. It, but we have a couple of good guests lined up. That I can't, I can't say anything because they're not. 100% confirmed. There's Luke again. Oh, wait. There's a there's another one. Yeah, they're, they're, re, they're just they're multiplying. This is Ben. Hey, Ben. Ben. It's good to yeah, see you. Hold on. Let's do this. The Fortnite Llama. Ah. <laughs> there's some good looking kids you got there. Are you have all boys or what? Can you say again? Do you have all boys or what? Yeah, yeah. Nothing but testosterone in this house. Dolly's, <laughs> Dolly's enough woman for all of us. <laughs> She asked, uh, she wants an update on the SF2. Yeah, that's a running gag with us. You just, you just, you just, you just ignore that, Matt, when she says that. <laughs> what does that mean? What is a uh, SF2? Street Fighter. Oh, Street so Fighter 2. Yeah. It was her grail, her personal grail, and we got one, and it's got a weird monitor in it. I'm just, I haven't had luck with monitors the last couple have been a mess. And uh, I've even had Randy Fromm uh, chat with me about it. And all of the suggestions get me nowhere. So <laughs> that's crazy. 
but I might just bite the bullet and buy a 27-inch monitor for the thing or 25, whatever fits in that. It's a Z-back, so it's a nice, beautiful cabinet. Control panel's great. It's a championship edition, not turbo, but regular championship <laughs> edition. Cleek says Dolly's real name is Leia. <laughs> well, when we found out we were having twins, we were hoping, we knew that we were going to name one of them Luke because we just liked the name a lot <laughs> and the stuff we thing. And, I told, and she was like, if it's a girl, the other one's a girl, you're not naming her Leia. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we'll figure out a way. <laughs> that's funny. That is that some good stuff there. It could be Leah, like L-E-A-H. That's not an honor of that name. Well, in the original movie, they call her Leah, Princess Leah. Yeah. There's, oh. there's mispronunciation. And the, and the Han is pronounced uh, by Billy D. Williams, only pronounces it Han. Han, yeah. Um, you know what? Speaking of. Uh, on Netflix, there's a new documentary that I've watched pieces of about taking about LSD. You guys seen the? Have you seen <laughs> no, the this sounds good. No, I'm checking it out. <laughs> no, it's really it was really good. Oh, let me find the name of it real quick. I just watched it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, we we went from Star Wars to LSD only on Arcade well, Radio. Well, the reason is they interview a bunch of famous people, actors and, and musicians and stuff, and and they tell their LSD stories. And Carrie Fisher is on there a bunch. Oh. She apparently was. The queen of LSD. She liked yeah. to travel around the world and take it in different places. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But Rest anyway, in peace, man. It's really, it was a good documentary. It's well worth watching. There's a lot of Sting. I didn't, never would have guessed Sting. That is interesting because he's like a very, he's like a health nut other than L- L- LCD, LCD, LSD. Oh, oh, LSD. <laughs> I take a lot of LCD. Uh, I'm yeah. really into the LED oh, lately. Yeah. It's called Have a Good Trip, Adventures in Psychedelics. Okay. Uh, I think I saw that. It just started popping up on my suggested stuff. (laughs) What else are your family watching over there? (laughs) That's funny. That is awesome. Well, Casey, thanks for joining us tonight on the show. I think we're going to wrap up for tonight. We're hitting the 9 o'clock mark, and it's been a fun show. I think next week's going to be a good good one. We're going to I think we're three shows. Did we determine we're three shows from the hundredth episode? One, uh, probably two. Ninety-seven is is currently out there. Ninety-eight needs to be posted. This is ninety-nine, but you have to subtract one because of Ben Gold. Right. Yeah, because we split his into two parts. Uh, come so, along. What's that? Should you come a long way? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a hundred episodes. I remember when it was just. Two guys I didn't know, <laughs> and, and, Mark, and Mark was going. Mark was going to be on as a guest. Yeah, right. and was it's like, true. "Hey, you guys got to come listen. I'm going to be on this podcast tonight." That was why, that was the first one. I was, right. Oh, it's my that was like all right. Second, second, third episode. Yeah, right? that is the third episode, and then I think he was on right after that. Like uh, <laughs> we just kept nice. on. It was like Mr. Yeah. Peabody is relentlessly asking what Casey's opinion of Exterminator is. Exterminator. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Peabody, I'm gonna reach through the mic and stranglehold you. What the hell? <laughs> we almost made it through the episode. Almost made it through the entire episode without an invention of Exterminator. Wow. What's wrong? Is that is that a game you don't like? Yeah, it's or, a oh. it's a crappy game. Oh. Is that the one where you spray the bugs? Yeah. Like oh yeah. Yep. You're like shooting the bugs with your hand, and, and you have like those yeah, two, two tank joysticks that are supposed to twist. And maybe it's just Brian's game that sucks. <laughs> uh, that's, that's one of that's one of the rare ones that I've actually never seen. Usually, people talk about these rare games. I'm like, I used to see that all the time. Um, yeah, I've never seen that until I played it at Brian's house, and I, and I, I didn't even pay to play it, and I want my money back. 
You know, as a young, uh, in the early, early mid-80s, when I was playing in arcades a lot, Cloak & Dagger was not a rare game to me. I knew three places I could play it. Wow. And I played it at every, they were, I mean, they were, that was a game that was everywhere to me. Yeah. Crawl. I, I know where there were, I mean, I played Crawl in two or three different places. I played Reactor a lot at different places. I, and people were always like, ooh, those are so rare. Well, I remember Reactor and Crawl because my Aladdin's Castle had those. Um, yeah. But I don't know for how long. Crawl, I, I remember playing Crawl and thinking it was better than the movie. Oh yeah, the game was way better than the movie. <laughs> um, and I, the, the, and I actually have a soft spot for that movie. Uh, I, it's it's too long. It's got terrible acting, but I just love it. I've only seen it once. Yeah, well, that's probably enough. You know, I kind of pair with Dune. That Dune and Crawl, they were sort of like they felt they felt like the same. Well, Dune, like something there's... that you thought was going to be great, looked great <laughs> in the trailer, had really cool costumes, but then you, as a kid, you fell asleep trying to watch it. Well, and if you watch Dune on TV, you probably saw the Alan Smithy one that's like three and a half hours long. Yeah. So, Alan Smithy. Yeah. That's when a director doesn't want to take credit for their movie. I know. So. I know. You, ever, you ever seen Student Bodies? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that movie. That's my favorite Alan Smithy movie. That Student is Body. funny. No, I have not actually seen Student Bodies. I'll have to check it out. That's an 80s movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's a comedy, oh, yes. a 80s comedy, comedy horror movie. One, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like to watch that. Saturday the fourteenth and Pandemonium. Back oh my back. god! I can't believe you just said that. I've I've told people about Saturday the fourteenth so many times. That's sort of a comedy oh, too, isn't it? Richard Benjamin. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's Richard Benjamin and Paul Apprentice. I can't believe it. Like I'm, I suppose oh, I, I, I had it memorized. That was that was a movie I can quote. It, it was on the movie channel like every week back in the eighties. Yeah, it was the cable. When you were, if you grew up with cable in your house, you basically just watched the same movies. Yeah. Popeye in the Robin Williams Popeye. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> like a billion times. I actually own that movie <laughs> on digital and on. I think I have a Blu-ray of it actually. Popeye. Yeah. I think I own the LP. I got it for free. I won it on like a like a radio show or something. I have the LP. Oh wait, not this show. But. Yeah, I have the LP, and there was one, a new one issued for Record Store Day. So oh, yeah. I, I have that too. I, I don't know why I like that movie so much. It's a terrible musical. Harry Nilsson did all the music. It and I love it. I love it. I don't know what I to say. It. I saw it when I was like ten. It was like out in nineteen eighty two or something. So. Hey, does anybody want to buy? Uh-oh. A couple of Bloodman and Chronic action figure set. Nice. <laughs> well, I, I think I already owned. I didn't. I didn't even know they existed. Oh yeah. Uh, I got in a weird. There was a weird, like maybe two month period where I wanted to start collecting these things years ago. Yeah. Maybe two, early two thousands. Yeah. And I got these, and I got a couple of movie ones. I have the Candyman. We should give them away as uh, prizes on the show. I found them in the box recently, and I was like, oh, I'd like to just sell these. And That's crazy. eBay. I totally recommend it. Yeah, I probably will. Nice. I'll generate the most. All right. Well, <laughs> again, Casey, thanks for joining us as our last guest for the night. I think uh, that's a wrap, and that means we're going to have to wrap. Stay with us through the end of the show, and then we'll talk to you privately. And yeah, say- we'll talk to you privately and say things to you. Good. Do you still take your pants off at the end? They're not even on right now. I don't have mine on right now. I was actually thinking about plugging in the crotch light after this. Uh, oh, yeah. He just walked away and bent over. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm getting more and more fond of this outro. The crotch light's way too bright.
<laughs> well, that's going to be it for the show. Thanks for listening to the Double R's. It's Arcade Radio. Like us at Facebook at Arcade Radio or check out our semi-regularly updated blog. Why is it? We got to change that. At ArcadeRadio.com. That's R-C-A-D-E-R-A-D-I-O.com. Feel free to edit this anytime you like. Call and leave comments <laughs> and questions on the game line. <laughs> that's 612-548-GAME. 4263 equals game. Hey, do you like this show? Because we do. And if you want to support it, become an arcade cadet or colonel or captain or whatever is available out there, support us on Patreon over at patreon.com slash arcade radio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and click the notification bell so you know when we're streaming live. Yeah. Nice. You can also subscribe to our podcast which is totally updated, dude, on Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play Music, and wherever podcasts are streamed. Is that Nicolas Cage? It is. <laughs> All right, that's going to be it for the show from the Arcade Radio team. We hope you had a great time, and we'll see you next week. All right. Now the pants come off. Wait for one more bridge. Uh, I have one of those too. I like these. Very nice. Very cool. Uh-oh. Oh boy. He's going to techno out here. This song. finish <laughs>